This episode is brought to you by the Shop One in Five Pledge and Small Business Shopping Directory. It's a commitment to make one in five of your purchases from a small business online or offline. So head to shoponeinfive.com to take the pledge. And friend, while you are there, check out and shop from hundreds of small businesses in the Small Business Shopping Directory. It's the go-to directory to discover, support, and shop small businesses all in one place. Head to shoponeinfive.com. Welcome to the Product Boss Podcast, where we help product-based businesses grow their sales and improve their strategies. Hey, everyone. I want to introduce you to my co-host and biz bestie, Mina Kunlo-Sita, an Amazon guru that has built a multi-six-figure product-based business. In introducing the other half of the product boss, Jacqueline Snyder. She has helped launch and grow over 500 fashion apparel and accessory brands, even one of her own. And together, we share our inventory of secret weapons that will help you dig deep and do the work it takes. Are you ready? Let's build together. Hey, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Product Boss Podcast. I'm your host, Jacqueline Snyder, with my entrepreneurial co-host, Mina Kunlo-Sijab. Hey, Mina. Hey, Jacqueline. So I say entrepreneurial because we've had a lot of discussion in the last few weeks with our community about business and how much Mm -hmm. we know about business and how confident we are with business. And then business versus entrepreneurism. Is that the word? Entrepreneurship. (laughs) Entrepreneurialness. Yeah. So all the words that encompass entrepreneur, right? We're making up words. That's what entrepreneurs do. They just, you know, they create different things. So entrepreneurship means a lot of different things to people. There's different ways that people identify. I feel like when they become, you know, a business owner, some people, they really love calling themselves CEOs. Some people love calling themselves small business owners. Some people will never not call themselves a maker for example, right? They really, really are attached to calling themselves maker and that's it. Um, Another one is an entrepreneur. You know, I've actually never thought myself an entrepreneur ever, but then I realized I was. (laughs) (laughs) And I never thought, and, and I, and people have heard me talk about this from the business perspective, where I was like, I always said I wasn't good at business and here. And I always used to think I need a business partner that knows business, hence my Mm -hmm. business partner with her MBA, you. Um, Um, but you know, like you always say, well, I don't necessarily call on all the things I learned in business school yeah, and vice versa. I was reflected back to me once that like, whether or not I went to school for business, I was Mm -hmm. definitely entrepreneurial. Is that the right word? Yeah. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Um, you're, you're definitely entrepreneurial. And I think that there's lots of characteristics for entrepreneurs, right? A lot of us are problem solvers, like professional problem solvers. We usually are, you know, very resourceful. And I think that when you're thinking about business though, business feels different than entrepreneurship. Like you didn't learn, like I didn't learn, for example, in my MBA, how to be resourceful. I didn't learn how to keep dusting myself off. I didn't learn about how to, you know, be super scrappy and, you know, think creatively and making shifts in my business, but as, as well as my mindset, like all of that, I feel is very entrepreneurial that you just don't learn in your MBA. You know, my MBA learned about project management. I learned about teams to a certain degree. This has been when teams were more novel, I guess. Usually it was like people worked by themselves. Um, And then it was like, look look at this. This is the Japanese model. 
they're they work in teams over there. I remember that specifically. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay, that's you know, and so it feels very different. And so when you're an entrepreneur, uh, entrepreneur, oh my gosh, I didn't realize when we really thought about this episode how difficult this word was going to be to say. <laughs> Remember that time we start when we started our business and we were trying to come up with a business name and we wanted to maybe use the word entrepreneur <laughs> and we were like, mm, very hard to spell. <laughs> <laughs> right. So, but you know, I think, I think, and that's something I want to get through to everyone listening right now is that even if whatever stage of business you're in, you have an entrepreneurial mindset, right? Like you mm-hmm. are in a spirit. And a spirit because not everyone has this, my friends. I know yeah. it's innate in us but not everybody has this entrepreneurial spirit, right? But today we really wanted to lean into talking to you and kind of, and, and helping you with your mindset as entrepreneurs. But also what we wanted to do is talk to you about how you can create your inevitable success, right? Your mm-hmm. business can create your inevitable success. And I think having that idea, saying those words, right? I will have inevitable success that, it is something that we put out there. I know this sounds woo-woo, but you kind of like put it out there and you say it and then you take the steps towards it. And we were really inspired by Sarah Wagner from Heartland Lettering when she said on one of our lives, she's a masterminder of ours. She's been a masterminder for a couple of years with us now. And she said, maybe it was like a year ago, I said to her and I asked her in the mastermind, I said, she was, you know, a a six-figure business, a multi-six-figure business. And I said, Sarah, do you want to grow this to a million-dollar business? And she had never considered a million dollars before for her business. Mm-hmm. Like she, she'd been just trying to move forward through the steps of growing her business, but never thought of that. And she got off that call and she said, she went over to her husband and she said, do you want to know what they just asked me? They asked me if I wanted to have a million-dollar business. And I thought about it and I said, I had never actually asked myself that but I do. And so we just caught up with her and she's, well, she's in our mastermind, but she just brought this up with us because she says, I know this sounds kind of... I think she used the word corny because she felt silly in a way saying it, you know? Saying it. But she's like, it's inevitable now. My success is inevitable that I am going to hit a million dollars within a year, right? So that she knows she's there. It's inevitable for her. And we want all of you to get there with whatever goal that you have. But um, in our mastermind, this is definitely something that we, we support our masterminders through as they're working through that entrepreneurial mindset, right? Like they have to, they ultimately have to get out of their own way mm-hmm. to get to their inevitable success. Yeah. I think that the thing that really Sarah of Heartland Lettering really exemplifies, and I said this on our live, is resilience. There's, here's the way to inevitable failure. Let me tell you. It is not getting back up. It is letting it um, staying down. It is not believing you can do it and self-sabotaging. But if you want to get to inevitable success, you need to be resilient. So even if things don't go your way in 100%, they will not go your way when you're an entrepreneur. You need to be willing to get back up and to keep going. So there's a resilience that's built up for you. And the people that are the most resilient are the ones that are okay with, you know, quote unquote failing, right? They're the ones Mm -hmm. that, you know, fall down nine times, get up 10. So she really has done that. When we tell her story, people always 
see the end part of it. They're like, she's on Amazon now. She used to be a maker on Etsy, all the things. But they don't realize that even when she got onto Amazon, for example, she ran out of inventory multiple times. Her inventory was stuck at ports for a long time when she was, you know, trying Importing. to get, yeah, import it in and she was sourcing. She Lots of different things that it was not a perfect path to Amazon by any means. And she had to, this is like kind of like what Jacqueline says, she had to try it on for size. And then a lot of times what happens is you have to grow into it, mm-hmm. you know? And so that's what we want to challenge all of you listening, no matter what size business owner that you are. But we see this, we see this at all stages, but for our multi six figure, seven figure product bosses out there, um, this is something that we see with our masterminders, right? And so first off though, for all of our entrepreneurs, all our product bosses, I want you to realize that you need to get out of your own way. So a lot of times it's mindset, no matter what level you're going to jump to. Right. We've helped business owners get from a million dollars to four million dollars to six million dollars. Right. We've helped business owners get from twelve thousand dollars to fifty thousand dollars to a hundred thousand dollars. Like we've seen it at all stages. But what we've seen is that the biggest block, it's not the product oftentimes, it's not the way they're doing business, it's the business owner that's in the way. So what are some things that we've seen? So we talked about resilience, right? That's one uh-huh. of the things of building in to that mindset, that entrepreneurial mindset to be able to have that inevitable success. What else mm-hmm. is there? I think, and I wrote this down so I could say it how I want to say it, is when you're, when you know you have mindset things happening and we all do at every stage, personal development is how you break through to the next level of business. So we think that it's business development that will help us get to the next level. But since our mindset is what stops us, it's actually personal development. It's that personal development of your mind, of what you believe, of what you're capable of, of you know your capacity to um, take on new opportunities or your willingness to fail, or it all is developed in your mind. You will be your number one obstacle versus you know, the things that you're doing in your business oftentimes because your mind will stop you. It will put a lid on what you think that you're able to do. And so that's what makes our our mastermind so beneficial is that we really think about the person, up-leveling the person, up-leveling the mind, as well as up-leveling the business. It goes, it's twofold, you know? So I think really, you know, the first way is resilience, you know, knowing that you need to be resilient and, and, and picking yourself up you know, and moving forward. The next thing is personal development. You you have to understand that your mind is something you have to develop along with your business. Mm-hmm. So a lot of times, you know, this this might be like people in denial or whatever, that they're like, no, no, I don't need to develop myself. I'm working on my business, you know, or they don't <laughs> really fully grasp that they have a lid that they put on themselves. You know, and I think that comes with the idea of thinking like I'm not good at business. If I knew more about business, I yeah. can move my business to the next level, right? You're good at entrepreneurship. Yeah, You've gotten it to the level the, you're at. The quote unquote excuses that your mind gives you. Yeah, you know, or hiring a team or running a team. That's another thing we deal we deal with. Talk about support through in the mastermind is as these businesses are just taking leaps and bounds forward. You know, they're on the approach to a million, they've crossed over the million, they're getting into the multi-million, like they're they're growing, they need to hire and they're mm-hmm. always not sure, or they need to fire, which is another thing, right? Mm-hmm. And I think in our own personal development of that, there's also, like you said, like you you're you're stepping into 
well, one of the things that you're stepping into leadership mm-hmm. and we see that personal development and within the mastermind is also helping our masterminders step into leadership. Yeah. And you know what leaders do is they make good decisions and they make hard decisions. So mm-hmm. that's one of the things that I've really seen with, you know, becoming an unexpected leader, I suppose, is that, and then helping people through leadership and doing their team. But it's just like you said, sometimes you have to fire people, which is a hard mm-hmm. decision. But other times you have to seize the opportunities, which might feel like a hard decision, but you're stepping into opportunities in that case, you know? Mm-hmm. So it, like, there's lots of bigger decisions that you have to kind of like wrap your mind around when you become a leader because the leaders are the ones that, you know, ultimately think about the business, ultimately think about the overall team, ultimately think of the holistic vision that they wanted, you know, and mm-hmm. not all of it is like rainbow and sunshine. Um, but oftentimes, you know, there's pockets of that. It's, you know, it's mixed in there. So um, I think that's a really key thing about being a leader is that the leaders are the ones that have to make the hard decisions oftentimes. And also though, as the leaders and as the business owners and CEOs or whatever you title yourself within your business, it's also learning to work into your strengths, right? Mm -hmm. So as they're growing, we see them sort of stepping out of doing all the things or we've, a lot of masterminders have brought up I actually have this team now, mm-hmm. right? I have people doing all the things I used to do and I have this extra time. What do I do with that extra time? And I think leaders, especially product-based business owners that are leaders, struggle with what do I do now? Like we've all worked yeah. so many years to get us to a point and now we've we've allowed for us to have more space. We've allowed for us to have more time. And then we get to really talk to them about what would they want to do in their business? Mm-hmm. You know, what is their special sauce or superpower? What are the strengths they want? Like, do they want to only design? Mm-hmm. And I don't know, what was a couple of things? Develop, like, product development, company culture. I think mm-hmm. those are the things that when you're the visionary and you're the leader of your business, not only do you have to think about company culture, but oftentimes it comes with product development because you're the one who's coming up with the new things and coming up with the designs like Jacqueline said. But you also have to get the buy-in of your team. So mm-hmm. when you're a leader, it's like, how do I motivate my team? That's a hard one. That's a really hard one. You know, so um, even though you are, you have a certain company culture and you're hiring against those values and stuff like that, you have to motivate your team in order for them to feel a certain way or become a part of the culture or have the right people with their strengths in the right seat. So mm-hmm. it's it's a lot of things. Even though you you get to work from your strengths, you still have to be able to build the team that can execute the other things as well. Mm-hmm. And oftentimes that, that is a mindset thing of knowing what's important to you and communicating that with your team and motivating them in the way that, that it's like a awareness of it, you know? And mm-hmm. I'm not quite sure how to phrase it other than that. Yeah. And those are all the things that and we work with a lot of um, female-run businesses, women-owned mm-hmm. businesses. It's a, and, and that is... 99%. <laughs> yeah. Um, which we also work with all ev- everyone. And we invite you know everyone into our masterminds. But a lot of times for me and I think who we, we draw towards us are uh, female-run businesses. Mm-hmm. And there's a level of bravado or some of the confidence that mm-hmm. sometimes we may think our male partner, our male like um, counterparts may have approaching mm-hmm. 
business or running a business or taking leadership. And there's not as many times like that we're still learning on the go. Yeah. But that it's okay. Right. And I think all of you, no matter what, what stage of business you're in, it again, it comes back to like getting out of your own way, running your business how you see fit that aligns with your values. Mm-hmm. And and really and really saying like inevitably I am going to be successful. Inevitably, if I create these goals, but what I have to work on, like what did you say again? It's the um, what was the thing you read? How did you oh, say it? Personal development. Right. The personal development is what takes you, what helps you break through the next level of your business. Mm-hmm. So a lot of times we think it's business development, but it's personal, like because it's your brain <laughs> telling you all these things. Mm-hmm. And there's certain pathways that they're like, you know, oh my gosh, look at what this person is doing, or look at, you know, they've hit this trajectory, you know, they're in this trajectory and they've hit this goal. And it just makes you feel a certain way because we can't help it. We're human mm-hmm. too. But I think that, you know, you will inevitably be successful if you are aware of your, how you think, like, you know, like Jacqueline and I talk about abundance and scarcity all the time, you know? So, and then also quick start and follow through, right? So I know that one of the things that I perhaps struggle with, you know, I I don't know if that's the right word, but that I'm aware of that I try to really, um, you know, make sure that this is the success that I want to get to is that because of my high follow through, I hold on to things very tightly. And so for if I'm doing something and I am following through with it, you know, and doing the things that I want to do, sometimes I don't let it go if I don't feel like I followed through with it. That's an example of like, oh, okay, then, you know, perhaps I need to actually like go into my intuition, understand that this, what I'm holding so tightly isn't the version of success that I actually want. And then... um you know, then I have to play around with it a little bit instead of it's like, it's almost like the point of being able to cross something off on my list versus really understanding why I need it or want that version of success, for example. And I mean, I've been really open with the fact that I have a life coach and I've worked with a life coach because I do, I come from that scarcity mindset and I want to lean into the abundance mindset. And so as a business owner, and as I've as we've grown this business, because we both have very successful other businesses, but not to the level at this point that the product boss is. And when we hit our first million dollar year, I was like, I didn't know what to do with that. Right. As a mm-hmm. person in my own personal development, I didn't know how to hold that, like how to say, mm-hmm. like, oh, I'm a seven-figure business owner. How do I keep growing? And I knew that it wasn't, I knew that we knew what to do moving forward with our business. You know, we knew, we knew the business side of it, but it was the personal development that I had to lean into. And I actually like was like, okay, I'm meeting with her weekly because as we've gone into a multi-seven-figure business, that it's something where I needed to keep working on myself to keep up with the growth of my business. Yeah. So I and that was getting out of my way and getting out of your way, right? Like it's keeping, it's constantly working on it and support of others, right? Mm-hmm. Like you and I also lean into masterminds. We also have coaches, like there's things that we know that we have to personally develop, but it's not like, this is how you run a seven figure business. <laughs> yeah. You know, for sure. And then when you're thinking about like this, okay, let's give the example of seven figure business of like the, you know, 
what happens is what happens a lot of times is people scale very quickly. Mm-hmm. Same with like the product boss. And then you end up somewhere and you're like, oh my gosh, I'm here. But it actually requires a different version of you, a mm-hmm. future version of you. And it's just like, well, I don't know how to lead a team. Now we have 20 people on our team. Well, I don't know how to, you know, manage this money. So then, you know, my kids can go to college. Like, you know, it's it's like all of a sudden you it's all these different skill sets are required of you that you actually didn't know what to do, but suddenly you're there because you grew really fast, you know? Mm-hmm. So I, I kind of feel that way too. Like I never in my wildest dreams would I have thought that I would be thinking about my kid funding my kids college, you know, with my own money, you know, and having generational wealth, which I know nothing about. My mind can't even wrap around that. And then never would I have imagined that I would be impacting other people's finances, which is just like, okay, well, that's going to require some other personal development from me <laughs> as well, you know? So, and, and then the team leadership thing too. So I think that a lot of times there's that inevitable success because we, we oftentimes like when you're growing so fast, you sometimes brute force your way through it. Then you get there and you're like, oh, okay, I've, you know, I need to finesse some of this, what's happening because I am not equipped yet to be this person that all of a sudden this business requires me to be. <laughs> but, and we've, we've talked about that, you know, it, it mm-hmm. happens, it happens and it happens quickly. And so as we wish you all inevitable success, right? Like yeah. We want you all to do really well. And if you feel like you're needing support as you're going through this process, your business is growing. You you know that that perhaps you're the one in your own way, right? Mm-hmm. And you're growing, and you need you're stepping into leadership, and yeah. you're stepping into big opportunities. And we know you're resilient, and there's all these things. You know that's when it's time to look for the support, and because it's it's us and our way. Yeah. We don't know what we don't know. Oh, for sure. That's why the mastermind... So when you're doing personal development, some people do it in various ways, right? Mm -hmm. They get books, they start doing a morning routine, they start doing... They start having more self-awareness, like perhaps they're, you know... Like for us, we really took a test on our values, for example, to make sure that they're aligned, you know? And so different things that you do, but really the best form of it is from the help of other people. You know, so for you, you have a life coach, for example, other mm-hmm. people, it might be a therapist, but there's like pathways in your brain that you will automatically think a certain way unless you develop them. Mm-hmm. And, and also the biggest shifts I've ever seen, I ran my business for 10 and a half years mm-hmm. is a multi six figure business. And I did it by myself, just figuring it out. And then I finally, I joined a mastermind. I didn't even know what a mastermind was. I got a coach. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, I, I coached with the, ma- the, the, business owner who ran the masterminds. I created this group of people. I found you. I still talk to my masterminders that I was with for a couple of years. And it's just stuff that like, I cannot believe the leaps and bounds I've taken, but I would not have gotten even today to hear with all of you at the product boss had I not gotten out of my own way. Had I oh, not for sure. believed in my inevitable success. Had I not kind of realized like it was my mindset. Yeah. Anything was possible. Inevitable success really, you know how they say you are the common, like the, the, of the five people that you hang out with, you're the, I forget what the exact wording is. Um, 
you're kind of the mix of the five people you hang out with most. Okay. Mm-hmm. Essentially, that's the idea of it. And it's so very true. You're the average of the five people. Yeah. You're the, a- yeah, the average. I was like, what's that word? I would want to, you know, I wanted to say compound. Um, you're the average of the five people that you spend the most time with. with. Yeah. Spend the most time with. And that's what happens a lot with business and personal development. So you can almost see this in like, a, a really easy example is like when you get around a friend that gossips a lot, you almost will always start being gossipy mm-hmm. because you can't help it, right? Mm-hmm. You know, so that is like a really simple uh, example. But when you're around other people that are developing themselves personally, developing their business as well, also looking for inevitable success, then you can pull the lid off for each other and mm-hmm. you're in the same like pace and trajectory. And then it feels different. Those five people feel different than if you're with people that didn't think in that same sort of way. They didn't have the entrepreneurial mindset. They didn't, you know, want inevitable success. They aren't, they don't know how to be that type of support for you. You Mm -hmm. know? So I think that that is a really big thing um, because like, even like, you know, even with my family members, they are a huge support for me. I'm very blessed to know that my family believes in me. Now they do. (laughs) (laughs) But, you know, like, I think that, but they can't be everything to me. You Mm -hmm. have to really find your community that is like the the people. You need to find your people, you Mm -hmm. know? And I I would say find your people that are going in the same direction you want to go. Yeah. You know? And so for us, we love to be surrounded by entrepreneurs. We love to be surrounded by entrepreneurs that are going in a direction and that believe that they can set these really huge, audacious goals for themselves that others mm-hmm. they can't really say to their neighbor next door, but like within, you know, a group or a safe place, they can say it, you know. So if any of this sounds like something that you need, if if you are a six-figure business owner, you know, up to seven-figure business owner, and you're like, this sounds amazing. I am in my own way. I need to get out of my own way. I believe in my inevitable success. I really want support from, you know, mentors and coaches like Mina and myself and surrounded by other product business owners that are going in the same direction. We invite you to apply to be considered for the Product Boss Mastermind. You just head to theproductbossmastermind.com. You could take a look at the application there, fill it out. Please only apply if you are ready to commit and that you would like to be considered to be accepted into one of the few spots that we have. Um, So head on over. We'll drop that link into the show notes and we look forward to seeing your applications. Yeah, we'll see you in there. Thank you for being here and listening all the way through the Product Boss Podcast. If you love our show and it has helped you in any way in your business, would you mind doing two things for us? Subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode and leave us a review. Reviews help other product entrepreneurs know that this is the place to be to grow their businesses and realize that they're not alone. And we know that you all know that a five-star and honest review helps you sell more products to more people. So you know that your reviews help us reach more listeners around the world. Remember, what we give is what we receive. And we are all about helping each other in the Product Boss community. We are all in this together. We would be so appreciative of you if you could take the time right now to subscribe, leave a review, and even share this episode on social or someone you know so we can impact more lives. And remember, subscribing means that you will get notified each time we release a new episode so you never miss a thing. 
You have helped us grow and climb into the top 10 of all marketing podcasts and together we can keep climbing. Thank you, friends. And remember, there is room at the top for all of us. This episode is brought to you by the Shop One in Five Pledge and Small Business Shopping Directory. It's a commitment to make one in five of your purchases from a small business online or offline. So head to shoponeinfive.com to take the pledge. And friend, while you are there, check out and shop from hundreds of small businesses in the Small Business Shopping Directory. It's the go-to directory to discover, support, and shop small businesses all in one place. Head to shop1in5.com.